Shows What You Know. Shows What You Know. Welcome to Shows What You Know. That was indeed the tune to We Are The Robots uh, by Kraftwerk. I can now reveal that all along I've had this subtle thing where I put in the music from a thing that is a reference to the thing. Not unlike Mr. Robot does all the time with every musical thing they have in the entire fucking show. Hello, I'm Jacob Burrows. Hello, I'm Jim Scampoli. And uh, not to go backwards, but uh, Westworld also did a little music thing. But uh, that's a whole nother episode before this one. Uh Uh-huh. We are really good at talking about things in the wrong episodes, it feels like. It's almost like you have to listen to each and every one to get how everything interweaves and intertwines. Perhaps you're a Mr. Robot fan, and you can't only listen to the Mr. Robot episodes. In that case, you've probably stopped listening to us by now if you're a diehard. Uh, But uh, if you're a Westworld fan, hey, maybe you need to listen to the Mr. Robot stuff too to know about the musical cues. Can you tell me what that was? Just quick, because I don't even know what that was. I forgot when the piano. I meant I meant to bring this up on the episode, <laughs> but when the piano would play songs, I caught two of them. One of them was "Black Hole Sun," um, and another one was before the um, the robbery. It was playing "Painted Black." Okay, <laughs> right. Well, we're talking about Mr. Robot, so everyone stop smiling. Um, it's we're we're discussing the rest of season two. Uh, we talked about yes. the first five episodes. Yes, um, we did. Just have a quick spoiler-free word about it in case someone is only listening to the spoiler-free sections. This is an imaginary person, I'm sure, that I just like to think maybe exists, maybe because uh, it hurts me to think that someone would listen to all of our shows without watching the shows, you know? Well, yeah, it's just a way for you to cope. You would just imagine this person exists yes, exactly. so you could cope with the pain uh-huh. of, uh, of of dealing with that. You just don't, You just don't want to deal with it. Of course I want people to listen, and if they don't watch the shows, it's like, well, I want you to listen anyway, but we are not really doing these shows justice all of the time, and sometimes we just ramble about it. So anyway, I like to imagine that, so I'm going to talk spoiler-free about Mr. Robot, and uh, honestly, it's not going to be long, the spoiler-free talk, because I don't even know, man. Like, I I feel, and I hate to keep using this uh, simile, but I feel like the battered wife that keeps coming back... I'm so confused. I don't know what to think anymore. This show is so exhausting. What do you think? Well, yeah, it's it's very hard. I mean, especially to talk about this back more than half of episodes of season two without spoilers. But um, I will just say, I mean, I don't don't want to be negative. Um, And I know that probably says a lot that I say that. Because there are a lot of things I like about this show. And I know it, it might come off that I'm being negative. Um, and, and I'm, I'm not like giving, I'm not, I I don't think I'm giving up on it, but I I do feel like this is one of those shows where, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things going for it. Uh, the cast is really good. Uh, the look is really cool. The tone and kind of the, the, their own, like their own thing they fleshed out. That's, you know, uh, you, you look at like a frame and you're like, that is Mr. Robot. Um, and with the music and all that, like they do, they do a lot of cool stuff and they have some good things going, but it's hard to not feel like this show is, um, I don't want to say waste of time, but, um, you really feel like you're being strung along. Um, I want to say waste of time. Yeah. I'm almost with you, man. I I thought I was going to be like super negative, uh, more than you. Well, um, mm. I know it goes back and forth a bit. Yeah, it's just because like 
they're doing all this stuff, but it doesn't feel like there's a payoff uh, that you get for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it is, it's interesting and it's fun to a point to like know that the show can flip on you and, and play with what your expectations are. But it also has to mean something, or it actually, or it has to, it has to go somewhere, mm-hmm. and and maybe this show is just better off, uh, you know, after it's been on for four seasons, and then you can watch it in like a month or two, like just binge it, and then it all starts to come together. But uh, but sorry to cut you off, but the binge thing, as someone who watched the whole of season one in one go, um, it's easy when you look back, I think, to only see the positive stuff for me. When I look back on the season, I see the positive stuff because the negative stuff is often like, oh, yeah, and then you watch this for an hour and not necessarily nothing happens, but it's sometimes hours of negative stuff like you know it's easy to see the positive stuff when you remember back to it but most of my notes are of of a style of please remember this remember how much you hated watching this episode does that is that enough like or is the positive stuff enough to weigh that up because i do agree with the stuff you said about style uh acting characters a lot of the stuff it's very unique um and at the same time the list of things i like is kind of too short and the style as we said is great but it does feel like it's going style over substance a lot of the time like it does things just because they want to a lot no i agree with that yeah i agree with that and um but but my thing is with the first season i didn't think it was bad Mm -hmm. um i i i i guess i could see if you were you know binging it and just kind of all the negatives starting to bleed together i don't think i i watched it week to week season one but uh i enjoyed it i definitely saw there was some you know there's some shaky things going on but overall i liked it but but now i'm realizing that i think i thought they were doing a different type of show maybe like i i think i said this when we discussed season one in our season one episode you know, I I was really like rooting for this kind of tongue tongue in cheek, not taking itself so seriously. But maybe I was just giving them more credit than they should have. Well, yeah, tri- because, tricks on you because this takes itself the most seriously of any show. And that's kind of be- that's my problem, especially with season two. And maybe I was just reading season one wrong because season two, yes, I was really getting uh, uh, down on how serious the show is taking itself. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's the way it was coming off to me. And like we were talking because, you know, like we mentioned, uh, Jacob was away. He was in Mexico. So, uh, we had some time to, you know, get this episode or, or finish this season. And honestly, I just, well, I wasn't watching it yeah. and I didn't really have much of a, of a need, uh, or a want to kind of watch it. And it was almost a chore Yes. Uh, to to get through because even like a few days ago I was like oh man I don't know <laughs> I got I, I thought I only had five episodes I have seven episodes <laughs> oh my god uh-huh. uh so yeah I mean I guess spoiler free it clearly our opinion and I, I guess we're kind of in agreement our opinion is not very high of this season of Mr Robot mm-hmm. uh, and yet there's a lot of positive reviews from critics and stuff or so it seems. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean I know they won? Pe- 
they won some Emmys. Yeah. Uh, although I think that might have been just season one. I don't know if because since season two was on the yeah still going on. Yeah. Uh, does that mean people have more patience than us, or what does that mean? Because we are clearly fed up with a lot of the things going on. And while it's it's like I've said a lot of times about the show, I really want to like it, and sometimes I manage it, you know. Uh, but it's sometimes it's a chore, like you said. I don't think you're uh, like I, I wouldn't say you were tricked by season one, but I think I was watching it maybe more actively than you were like more like paying super close attention and i've had subtitles on and i noticed in season two here that when i have subtitles if i don't have subtitles on the voiceover doesn't annoy me when i have subtitles on the voiceover i i pay attention to everything he says and a lot of it is just garbage (laughs) filler nonsense that he's just babbling on about but if i don't have subtitles it's just like it's just like oh i'm just kind of in his head and he's just kind of thinking this and that and it doesn't bother me but i have subtitles that starts playing like it it tells me sometimes what song is playing and i'm like oh fuck you mr robot why (laughs) of course you have to playing this piece of shit (laughs) and again (laughs) underline i do like some things but uh we're going to be talking more about the negative stuff probably because as i said those are the notes i made because i remember like oh yeah i did like that shootout in china and i did like bd wong and i did like that uh some things went as i kind of expected in an interesting way but they Mm -hmm. uh but okay let's if we're talking about the plot uh you said it doesn't really deliver uh on everything and that's definitely the case like it doesn't come to super satisfying conclusion here and just imagine me coming in as someone who was really pissed off about a lot of stuff in season one i see people going well it's not as good as season one and i'm like well maybe i shouldn't be watching this (laughs) uh yeah looking at what they did win uh uh rami malek won uh for outstanding lead actor well I, i i i'd say he deserves that though i think he is a strong part of the show and he does elevate a lot of, uh, I don't want to say garbage, um, but, you know, he does elevate a lot of some of the stuff that's not that good. <laughs> and uh, I guess they won for music composition. Um, that makes and, sense. Who else was nominated for leading outstanding lead? Can we find that? Just, I mean, I agree with what you said, but let's find okay. out who else was nominated real All right, quick. let's check. And, and one thing, uh, what was the other thing I wanted to say? Oh, what you're saying about the like the critics and stuff and people really liking it it reminds me a little bit of um it reminds me a little bit of dexter mm-hmm. which was a show that i watched and you know i liked it enough i liked it to watch it but the way people would act like it was really great uh i was no this show is not great and, and, and it's it was similar as well because you know the the actor that played Dexter was really great. Everything around him was really like terrible, and the writing was really bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's see. I'm trying to look at the nominees. Oh, here we go. Kyle Chandler for Bloodline, which I've not seen. Uh, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Uh, Matthew Rise for The Americans, which I've not seen. Liev Schreiber for Ray Donovan, which I've not seen, and Kevin Spacey for House of Cards, which I have seen. Yeah, and looking at it, it also, like, they're nominated for specific episodes, and it does say he was nominated for the first episode, which, as we've always said, is a really great episode of television. So I can't really be upset about that, even though Bob Odenkirk is on there. I'm sure he's going to be 
raking those in as the years go on with uh, with uh, Better Call Saul, probably, right? Uh, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and House of Cards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. So I'm not... <laughs> Anger abated. Uh, Rami, you did well. You deserve this. Uh, Let's go back to season two. Is there anything else we can say about it without spoilers, or should we just get into the the things? Uh, I think that about does it. I mean, clearly, it's it's not good. It's not good. And and, I mean, maybe if you're not... Maybe if you're intrigued uh, and and, and are kind of put off from watching it, maybe you'll want to hear our spoiler talk. Uh-huh. But yeah, we will spoiler some things, and and the, and there are some some things happening in this back half of season two that would be bit very big spoilers. Oh yeah, because it's uh, fucking Mister Robot, so of course there are. <laughs> uh, and uh, I cannot imagine. I mean, just uh, again going back to my imaginary uh, listener, who who listens to this and uh, is glad, like, because who who agrees with us? Because you have to watch all of it in order to do this but i wouldn't have necessarily watched all of this if if we didn't have the show you specifically said you weren't watching it while i was away so who are the listeners who have watched every episode and yet are not annoyed by how critical we are it's got to be the 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 mr robot viewer who is also fed up but if you're I, I'm I'm just saying I'm sorry. If you really love Mr. Robot, I'm sorry if you search for Mr. Robot on iTunes and you love it so much. If you search yeah. for it and you want some criticism and stuff like that, hey, this is the place. Uh, yeah. You can even send and us honestly, your feedback and argue with I, us anything yeah, you like. I would love to hear, I, I, and I don't, I don't say this in a way of like, we're smarter and we're right. I would honestly just really like to hear, you know, uh, the other side. Because I'm sure, you know, there, there's definitely there's definitely that other side people digging it people mm-hmm. long for the ride and i i would just like to get into that discussion not i mean i'm not gonna i don't want to shit on you or anything i just like to hear your point of view yeah i'd love to hear your point of view that's <laughs> me that's my i'm the guy who's doing that okay well let's get into it with spoilers then discussing the last uh well from six and up of uh this show so last yeah. time uh elliot was get, getting beaten up a lot and yep. episode six, the big thing with episode six is he wakes up inside a sitcom version of reality. Everything's a sitcom. Generally, yeah. how did you feel about it? This is just one of those things where typically when a show does this, I like it. When a show has confidence yeah. to kind of flip the script and go somewhere, I enjoy it. And and the idea is not bad, but... You know, I, I think of a show like uh, like Buffy, you know, uh, they had episodes like this where, you know, they had one episode where this this like loser character, Jonathan, was all of a sudden the best. And it started as if the show was about Jonathan. Yeah. And then you slowly learn what's going on. And, so they, and they have the intro that's different with Jonathan yeah. being the cool guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they have a musical episode, even a show that's less uh serious like scrubs when they do a musical episode like they have a great justification for it and mr robot does have a great justification for it kinda but what were you gonna say uh yeah i mean and 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 it kind of works but it just it goes on uh a bit too long and it Uh doesn't have that like and it's also kind of revealed pretty early like what's happening yeah and instead of having there, you could have went a little bit deeper into the character, even. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I, I know that's what they were trying to do, but I didn't get the sense when it when this segment was all said and done that we got like this deeper understanding of Elliot that we wouldn't have gotten, um, you know, just from him being in the quote real world or his real world. I yeah. mean, I guess it kind of sets a precedent of how he can, you know, uh, change his reality and and maybe telegraph something that's happening down the line. Yeah, I liked I liked seeing Alf. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it just start, I, like it went on long enough. That I was like, all right, we get it. Like this is annoying now. Well, you this know, okay. Just uh, I wrote the sitcom bit uh, was well made. Went on a little too long, like most yeah. things in this show. But please note that I wrote that. Before the sitcom intro happened, I wrote it uh. went on for a little long when it had gone on for like a minute. And yeah. a- then there's an intro, and I was even more over it. Uh, and I it, like the intro. I yeah, like it, the It's intro, a good I'll intro, that. but that's kind of like it's, but so then it's from not that, over. Honestly, if they did the if they just if they did the whole thing, did the intro, and then came back to yeah. it, like like came back to just real world, I would have been fine with it. Exactly. Or Be- you know what, what? What were they trying to say? Like they, because they kept showing his mom beat up his sister. You know, was 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 that just a goof, like a sitcom? Like ah, look, this, the the audience is still laughing even though something terrible is happening. Or were they trying to tell us about his mom? Or am I just looking too too into it more mm-hmm. than I should? Well, you're looking too much into it because uh, what the function it filled. For for that, it was it should have taken the time to go after the intro, and then he like oh wakes up in the real world in the hospital. Like that's yeah. for, I wouldn't have minded it going longer if there was actually genuinely more going on. Instead, it's like him more saying like who's laughing, what's going on, uh, yeah. and overall, it <laughs> felt like a sketch that they'd make and put online, not like something that belonged in the show. And I also wrote, at some point I wrote, oh God, it's still happening. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like movement. Uh, and I wrote, fuck me if this is the whole episode. Uh, <laughs> and also, yeah. I mean, oh, on on paper, I like this, is what I wrote. And that's I, the same I thing agree. that you said. But it's yep. so not earned. And that's the thing yeah. with this show, doing a lot of things without actually earning it, doing it just because. Yeah. And and because you know, just seeing that glimpse of him getting beaten up on like the Game Boy or whatever, that's enough. But then they have to, yeah, drag it out a bit. He has to go to like a, a gas station, and then finally, it's like I was just bringing you to the hospital, Elliot. Like you could still even have had that scene because it's. I get the idea is Elliot's now starting to trust Mister Robot and see and think that Mister Robot's helping him and protecting him. Yeah. But yeah, it just it, it went on. It just went on way too long. Because um, we you, we got it, you know, we got it in the first five minutes. You know, yeah. we we knew what was happening. So um, the only other things really in this episode is, uh, I mean, it, Angela is now learning to hack. They're teaching her to hack. Like, <laughs> gives oh, a yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we get the this show loves fucking origins. This show loves telling you the origin of things. Which we would like, we don't give a fuck about. You know, we had to hear about the origin of uh, uh, Fun Stop or what have you. And I mean, I guess the thing with that, I read a thing with the creator. That's like a real legend, and they really filmed in that arcade. Um, but now we get the origin of how? Why is it called Mister Robot? Uh, oh, because Elliot's dad was like, just think of the first thing. 
that comes in your head or whatever. And, you know, I, they do the Avengers thing of like, he's about to say Avengers and cut to credits. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it's one of those things because obviously we know he's going to say Mr. Robot, but the, it's a thing that go, it goes on forever because he keeps saying, you know, whatever you want to name it, Elliot, the first thing that comes in your head. And then he yeah. starts talking about some other stuff. And then he's like, just remember whatever you want to name. And it's like, okay, we, we know he's going to name it Mr. Robot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. I'll say that Avengers thing. Hey, works a lot better if you've read uh, the Avengers uh, comics. Oh, yeah, that's true. Otherwise, you're like, okay, it's over now, I guess. <laughs> Why didn't he say it? Uh, okay. Um, so that's, I mean, that's I don't when know you're. There's, that, sorry, yeah, that's okay. just a tangent, but that's when you're relying too much on like intertextuality and like, oh, like winking a little bit too much at the audience, I think. Very uh, true. When you're doing stuff like that, where it's like, oh, if you know, then if you're in the know, then you get it. And otherwise, we're excluding you a little bit. I mean, I read comics, but US <laughs> comics, I don't know. Okay, anyway, uh, yeah, as you said, she's learning how to hack. Anything else from this episode? or Basically, yeah, do- just Elliot is starting to rely on Mr. Robot now. like, and Because the whole first five episodes was, you know, him at odds and trying to, th- thinking he's pushed him away but you know we're starting to slowly learn that when elliot thinks he's sleeping or Mm -hmm. when he thinks he's in control he's not uh i mean very fight club but this show you know it's it's fight club yes Uh, (laughs) and so yeah i I didn't have anything else on that episode so yeah seven is the eventful episode right that's where everything happens yeah yeah it starts out with uh i mean again and i i've talked about this before i think i've talked about this in every mr robot episode season one first half of season two like, they love playing up this Joanna character, Tyrell's wife, and I still, and and even w- going through all these episodes, uh, not just this episode in particular, I still don't get what they, you know, what they're doing with her, or, or what her, I don't want to say motivation, but, like, why she is the way she is. Besides, like, wouldn't it be cool if this, you know... Uh, good-looking, perfect housewife was actually like villainous and kind of like scary. Well, they're uh, da- I- I'm sorry to cut you off, but the- she's Danish, and I don't know if you know about this. There's a little thing called the bloodbath of Stockholm, where ah. the tyrant king from Denmark took over and executed everyone. So, yes, to me, her character makes perfect sense. Thank you very oh, much. Wow, that's uh-huh. awesome. Because yeah. I mean, it does. End, it, this show, uh, this episode opens with her and her baby, and someone throws paint on her. <laughs> oh yeah, and she's screaming, and it goes like, "We don't hear it." Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, a lot of stuff like that that I don't have any memory of at all. Uh, I yeah. would not have remembered. It's that. just a whatever thing. It just I, I just remembered it because again, it's just this character. Like, I mean, I I, I do I do like that it's a different character and it, it's an it it is interesting character. But I don't I get the impression that they were like, well, you know, would be cool. This would be cool, mm-hmm. and there's not. Much more behind it. And are you, it, are you ta- sorry, are you talking about the entire show, Mr. Robot, right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot of things like that. Uh, and, and it's kind of the whole Tyrell and Joanna couple in general. Like, they're this, you know, they're, they're, uh, uh, what's his name from House of Cards? Uh, yeah, Frank Underwood and his wife, but okay. younger, I guess. You know, they're, they're willing to do whatever for power and for each other, and they have a different type of love. Yeah. And a holy shit. Uh, her fucking 
can we learn more about her boyfriend and his birthday party <laughs> and what's going on with their relationship? Her bartender boyfriend. Uh-huh. Oh my God, what a waste of time. Yes. And I, I go ahead. <laughs> but if we jump, <laughs> no, yeah, I know. But if we jump forward, I mean, we can just talk about the end of that, her storyline now, I think. Uh, and the end. Uh, I mean, you did put that together, right? We know why she did it. It's to get revenge on the guy. Uh, so, but but she just knew that guy was the one sending gifts oh, yeah, all that's the time. Good, good point, actually. I don't know why. Because yeah. no. basically, yeah, like we, but we knew from the beginning she was using him for something. Yeah, I mean, um, to get she was she was trying to get clear her husband's name all along. I guess I guess that yeah. makes sense. But she he is for some reason. I don't know why Tyrell's blamed for the whole five nine hack, uh, mm-hmm. but he is. Obama's talking about him, so I don't know if it's that easy to clear him, especially since he actually did the hack uh, yeah. and everything. So maybe the murder doesn't actually matter that much. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, it, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna summarize. If you haven't watched it, she does sleep with this bartender, and then it turns out that he was the bartender at the party. Where Tyrell murdered the wife of a person, and she goes to that person, and he's the one who's been sending her gifts. Wow, wasn't that worth the payoff? Why did you do it? I don't know. I was. I wanted to hurt you. Fuck you. Yeah. My wife had a baby, and she starts insulting him, and he starts choking her and beating her, and then he calls nine one one, and then. Oh my god, I'm boring myself. Um, then uh, she talks to the boyfriend uh, bartender and convinces him to testify that the other guy did the thing. I'm done. Yeah, and, and but it, yeah, it's you know it's real long con and but like this like this whole season and I guess it was to trick us, but it didn't really trick us because I mean you never thought Tyrell was dead, uh, and also I guess the gift thing was stringing the audience along, but then they threw in a twist that the gifts weren't from him. Yeah, it was from the evil corp guy from earlier this season and from last season whose wife was killed by Tyrell. Mm-hmm. But she legit was thinking it was Tyrell, but I guess she just had that guy in her back pocket in case that, in, I don't know, like, whatever. But either way, I remember I was just like, ah, more about this, more about her and her bartender boyfriend and yeah. how he chokes, how he chokes her well, when they fuck. And, yeah, but uh, he doesn't do it hard enough, so it's yeah. uh, super compelling. Look, let's get into the yeah. more big yeah, things let's, happening let's... in episode seven, uh, which are specifically, well, first off, that uh, dude, what's his name, Ray, uh, gets Elliot out of the hole he's got him in, and gets him to do the Bitcoin thing, whatever it is. And then it turns out that he knew that Elliot would give him up to the authorities. So he consciously did that. He got Elliot out and he talks about, oh, it was my wife's idea for a website and we didn't want to look. And now I looked and, hey, I deserve to get caught. So I'm going to use you to get caught after I beat you up a whole lot. Uh, Did that make sense? No, no. It was just kind of like, all right, we've done this enough episodes. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up, get rid of this guy real quick. Mm-hmm. And here we go. It felt like the show is shooting for really powerful moments, but they don't always feel like they make sense. I had a slight, like, just a detail. Elliot did hack the FBI 
from that same computer. Oh, that's true, yeah. And now he's like, hey, they've surrounded the building already. So, yeah, then I wrote... <laughs> okay, there's a lot of st- stuff happening in this episode. I wrote, all the reveals are fucking dumb. Uh, the Seinfeld guy having his back was cool, even him being a ninja I could swallow, but him working for the Dark Army is stupid. Uh, but then... Uh, just okay i'll read my notes to reveal it oh good he's in jail yeah anyway this makes everything meaningless um so elliot has been in jail this entire time that's the twist and as i've talked about i don't trust anything when we're with elliot that's why i enjoy spending time with other characters Uh because i feel like i'm gonna get hurt again and i did get hurt again in the reveal that oh yeah he wasn't actually outside he was uh he was in prison the whole time uh did you find this good i uh yes and no the only reason why I, I found it good is because it explained why everything felt so stupid uh, through most of these episodes. Because yeah. I was like, who is this fucking Craig Robinson guy? And I think we even talked about it in the first, uh, our last episode on Mr. Robot, when I was like, why is he, why would he be friends with Joey Badass's character? Mm-hmm. Um, like, how did that happen? Uh and, and at least it gave some sort of explanation to why everything felt so... Because it felt disjointed. It felt weird. Uh-huh. And honestly, this is a good twist. This is a good twist to do in episode three. This yeah. is not a good twist to do in episode seven. Because I, yeah. you've been stringing us... And, and at the ver- the end of episode seven. So yes, you've been stringing us along for seven episodes. Seven and- hours. Yes, and sure, I, I think it's I think it's a clever twist and a clever way to reinforce the fact that I mean you've already known this, but to reinforce the fact that you can't trust Elliot and you can't trust his his point of view all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, like in the end, is it more interesting than if they had just did five episodes of him in jail and dealing with that? I don't think so. I don't think it's better. Then if they just played out that story, like the stuff we saw happen where he has to deal with the, we find out that Craig Robinson was the warden. And I mean, it did feel, it at least explained why those white guys were going to rape him in an alley. <laughs> yeah. But that was right before the reveal. And that was really yeah, one of those like things right where it's like, what, what's, it started, f- what's going yeah. on? Uh, yeah, I, in a way, I like, I, I liked, I didn't like it, but I can see the positive stuff about it. Uh, the reason I didn't like it is that there are too many twists. There's too many mm-hmm. twists. There's always a twist. Uh, like, if there was one thing, I could take it. Uh, just, just one twist in the episode, but there's like three or f- things going on, and it's all like, smashing down this Jenga tower of what is going on. And as you said, I don't think it's a good enough twist to make the first seven episodes bad. Uh, Like, it's a good twist, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't justify all the stuff. And as you said, I... I, th- I think it would have been just as interesting to see m- him in jail. Uh, I think it would have been more interesting. I, yeah. I honestly think it, I think it would have been a, a better show if they had just had Elliot in, in jail and played through the same story um, as, as it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, clearly, I think if you do go back on it, it probably wouldn't make as much sense. There's probably a lot more cheating involved than than even what they showed for the twist. Like, yeah. cause like you even brought up like hacking the FBI from the prison computer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, I was going to yeah. mention that that uh, at least that part makes sense now that he needed to get to a terminal and that was yes. the only way to do it. Like that made no sense when we were watching it before, and that makes sense with the twist. And even even the the thing about him having someone there who's protecting him, who's from the dark army, that also makes sense. Uh, now that he's in jail, you know they would plant someone there or get someone there to keep an eye on him. Let me ask you this. Is there a conspiracy with all these television shows that are claiming to take rappers and put them in fine <laughs> acting roles, but in yeah. fact they're all in prison? It's the same as The Night Of. There were so yeah. many rappers in that prison. And here they have one where it's like, oh no, he's not in prison. He's just a regular black guy. Now he's in prison mm-hmm. and he was all alone. Yeah, he was, of course he's in prison. He's a black guy. <laughs> yeah, he's his a black name rapper. is bad ass with dollar signs. Of course he's in prison. What are you, crazy? What's going on with that? Huh? I, I think it's, it's, uh, I think it's some conspiracy where uh-huh. they're just trying to, trying to say that rappers should be in jail. Well, yeah, and also on that topic, uh, Jim, I'm putting you on trial for uh, the right. U.S. here, but yeah. why is it that fuck is censored? Oh, I meant to... Ass, ass is censored. Is the ass N- censored? Yes, it, it was at one point at least. I, I think that for ass anyways, it depends on context. Like if you say, you know, shove it up your ass or like I put my dick in your ass, you, it'll be censored. But if you just say, oh, you're an ass, that won't be censored. Okay, so what's the context on the N-word not being censored in this show? What's the con- uh, what, it depends on that? Oh, wait, no, it was a white guy that said it. I was going to say it depends on who says it, but now uh-huh. it's a white guy that said it. Well, he was a white skinhead, so yeah. he can say it. Well, but, I mean, technically, N-word, the N-word isn't uh, a curse word. Ass like that, is at your anatomy, Jim. It's part but of ass, your body. Again, ass only, if you're talking about it sexually... Or like uh, shoving something in an ass, but like meaning like not just shove it up your ass, but like I'm going to shove this stick up your ass. I think they would censor it. But you don't think it's worse <laughs> to say you're an ass than to say you're an but, N-word. No, but the thing is myself. you can say you're an ass. That's what I'm saying. That won't mm-hmm. be censored. Oh, okay. It would only be censored if you're saying like, Oh, I just want to put it in your ass. Then it'd be censored. <laughs> okay. Well, you, uh, I appreciate that you're taking the opposing side here, but you do get what I'm going at here, right? I get where you're going at, but uh, yeah, because, uh, dude, honestly, like, um, uh, as far as like N-word's concerned anyways, uh, I don't think that's even on an FCC list. I don't think that's... Uh, cons- it's, I mean, obviously, it's a derogatory term, but I don't think it's considered a curse word. No, and it shouldn't be. But isn't but why do they censor curse words and not worse words? It's not a curse word, it's a worse word to use, surely. Yeah, yes and no. Uh, I don't understand the censorship of curse words. It's kind of interesting. I think I'm sure I've mentioned this before. There's a film in Sweden. I'm sure I've mentioned this. It's fucking Omol, and it's a you know it's a love story, and it's about a town called Omol, and it's like ah oh, fucking Omol. Fuck is such a soft swear word here. Uh, yeah. because we've seen it in films so much that people say fuck as part of Swedish. It's like when you watch anime and they throw in English, people will swear in English and say fuck. Um, and it's not hard at all. So in a sense, I get that oh, for you, you know, it's a, it's a more important thing to some people. Here there's no one where it's like the worst thing. Uh, uh, okay. But I feel like the N-word is up there, surely. It's, no, it's... I agree. Yeah, I agree. Okay. 
Well, just wanted to mention it. We don't have time to talk to about it anymore. Let's talk about. Uh, well, the one thing I do want to say is enough of this show saying fuck. Like it's yeah. it's it's dumb. Yeah. You do you're putting it in when you don't need to, and it's just distracting because it's going to be bleeped. I guess on the Blu-ray or the you know the official release online or something, it won't be. But all right, enough. We get it. You 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 put fuck in. It doesn't make your show edgy or more realistic. True. It just makes it stupid. Yeah. I uh, wanted to mention about the twist. I wrote down one thing, which was like the cherry on top of the fuck you that the show was saying, where Mr. Robot says in his in his voiceover, please don't be mad too long. This will be the last time I keep things from you. Uh-huh. And that's when I wrote, and I, I'm not sure on this. I kind of feel like this, but I just that pissed me off so much. I just wrote, I want to stop watching this show. Like, cause I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. And I think it's even done with a like wink, like, oh, I would never let you, would I? Yeah. But it's going to happen again because they're like, Mr. Robot, the show has yet to lay a twist on me that I enjoyed. It's all like uh, Shamalam stuff. It's kind of it's more justified, but it's not satisfying. I wish they didn't do twist because when I like this show, I like it a lot, uh, mm-hmm. and it, when it works, it really works well. Uh, just don't do twist, but they're they're not going to stop. They're addicted to them. Yeah, yeah. They put out a book that's supposed to be Elliot's like diary in prison to uh-huh. kind of fill in the gaps or what have you. And I mean, that's a cool idea. Um, but again, it's just come on, dude. Why why did it take so long? Uh-huh. And anyways, moving on. I mean, episode eight, there wasn't a lot. We get another fucking origin. We get to learn how uh, was it Mowgli and uh, I forget the other lady's name. How they met at a coffee shop and playing hacker games on each other. And again, like I don't I don't fucking care. I don't care how these people met because um, <laughs> I mean they were barely characters before. I get they're yeah. trying to make them more characters now, but in the first season they were barely characters. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then the the lady whose smart house they've been using comes home, oh, yeah. and Darlene kills her. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. It it, it it. I mean, it, in a way, I'm annoyed that they wouldn't notice, but it also makes sense that they're stupid enough. If they're stupid enough to put F society on their building. Uh, then the, uh, and to use like their DJ names as hacker names, like it <laughs> feels like they're stupid enough to yeah. uh, leave it and not notice that she's actually coming back. Uh, she has, yeah, because she was the lawyer who was working on the case with her mother. No, father. I mean father, right? Yeah, yes. The, the case. Yeah, the she big was case. the one who what like the, the defense case. She was the defense lawyer, I guess. She must have aged really well. Uh, yeah. She looks super young, but yeah. Because Darlene so, was said she was four years old. Mm-hmm. So uh, she tases her into the pool, and she and dies. she knew about her heart condition because they yeah. went through her emails. Ah, yeah. uh, and then I think this is episode also where you know, like you said, they're they're dumb enough to put F Society and their DJ names, and also not immediately destroy the tape where she takes her mask off, like on camera, mm-hmm. uh, when they're doing their. They, they they do they've hacked the FBI so they release a transcript of a conference call where <laughs> I mean this is great because it's I mean this stuff does happen and you know you got dumb FBI guys on a conference call being like we're not supposed to do this it's like yeah but let's do it anyways <laughs> you know real incriminating stuff 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's not much else to say. It was just kind of like, I guess I assumed she was going to kill her, but it was still kind of like, well, of course she kills her, but also like she killed her. Mm-hmm. I'm, I forgot about it uh, by the end of the season. Yeah. So uh, it, it, I will say on the positive side, like after seven, like eight, nine, 10, uh, 11, 12, like they all kind of breezed by uh, and it wasn't a chore to watch, honestly, for me. I agree. I it agree. moved. A, it's picked up a lot after we dropped the whole prison line and things were happening uh, a lot more was happening, and it was more enjoy and a more enjoyable watch. Uh, and the plot was moving a lot, and uh, I do- that's why I don't have super specific notes moving on through the season because uh, I just kind of watched it, and I didn't feel the need to stop and make angry notes when it was good. I just kept watching it. Um, so yeah, there's only a couple things I wanted to call out in episode nine. I mean, we, they, they try to fill in the gaps on who was who in the prison and kind of let you know what was going on. Uh, we come back to BD Wong's character and he pisses on someone's grave or she pisses on someone's grave and even has to do the squat. And I started, this is when I started realizing because I like this character but now this is what I'm starting to realize, like we said, I believe the mantra in the Mr. Robot writing room is, wouldn't it be cool? And um, I realized that this B.D. Wong's character is just, wouldn't it be cool if uh, he was a transgender character? Because it's there's nothing really deeper now going on. Like from the, be- from the first season when it happened and that character, like, oh, and wouldn't it be cool if she was obsessed with time? And all that stuff was cool in the first season because, like, oh, all right, this is intriguing. There's going to be, you know, we're going to go somewhere with this. And even earlier in this season when uh, when him and the FBI agent kind of have their back and forth, I, I th- thought that was all well done. But now I'm realizing, like, no, nah, there's nothing really to it. It's just wouldn't it be cool? They did a good job building mystery around that character. And yeah. as they show, like, that scene in particular where she's talking about oh, I murdered this guy, and this guy's <laughs> pissing me off, so I'm going to murder him too. Then you kind of yeah. start feeling like, oh, maybe there's not more going on uh, in this <laughs> yeah. character's head uh, because you really do kind of assume. And even those things from season one, the time thing, it feels like they've not forgotten it necessarily, but it's kind of like, nah, nah, we're focusing on different things now. So they just throw in like, oh, I've allocated 28 minutes exactly for this conversation. You're very lucky. And then it's not brought up again. They well, do have and a also, beeping watch, but yeah. Yeah, on that, that's in, I think, episode 11. Yeah, because... Let's talk about that. Okay, no, yeah, let's... Well, real quick, we'll talk about that. I just want to say one other thing in episode nine. Yeah, one thing that was interesting, it was interesting to see Elliot's point of view when Mr. Robot was kind of in the driver's seat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, he started seeing, like, he started realizing, like, wait, he looked out, he looked through the door, and Mr. Robot's talking to Darlene. Um, so, but yeah, let's talk about that, because Angela gets taken in episode 10 by, like, mysterious people, and uh, in the car, they're playing uh, music... From uh, Back to the Future, the, yep. that the band plays yeah. uh, d- during the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, I wonder if that's a Back to the Future nod. And by the end of the episode, they're playing Earth, Earth Angel, Angel, also uh-huh. from Back to the Future. So it was. Yes. But then she but gets what does taken. That mean? 
What it does that mean? mean anything? It no. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> wouldn't it be cool? Like that's one of those. Th- like, wouldn't it? They could just have decided that in post. It really, really can't mean anything. Like, what does it mean? Nothing. We just the, did it. And there are two big things in this episode that made me like fully be fuck this show. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, one of it was this BD Wong stuff that we're getting to because a- Angela gets taken to a room. Mm-hmm. Where a kid comes in, <laughs> and and all what I wrote was this better be fucking Elliot's dream <laughs> because the episode starts out with Elliot trying to do lucid dreaming, yeah. Because it's just a kid comes in and starts typing on an old style computer, asking personal questions like vetting questions, where it's something you would imagine if you were going in the CIA or something, they would ask you these weird questions to see if they could shake you. Mm-hmm. But but there, it's like. Wouldn't it be cool if it was a little girl that didn't did it? And then wouldn't it be cool if she said, "Ah, oh, they're going to beat me if you don't answer these questions." Uh, it was just it all felt like it felt like a parody. It felt like you know, th- this show it seemed like anyways besides uh, well even even Elliot's Mr. Robot thing in season 1. It the, the show felt for the most part grounded to me. Mhm. And something like this, it just completely made me aware of how of just watching a TV show. Yes, because it just didn't feel like something anyone would ever do. Well, it felt like it should be a dream, like you said. But also, I hate dream sequences. Yeah. So, how am I going to be satisfied with this scene? It felt a, a little bit better when it turned out that it was B D Wong that was uh, doing it because. You know, all the hackers have this weird stuff they do. They all have these sure. weird codes and stuff. But that, and the Dark Army especially, and they all commit suicide when they fail with their missions and do all this weird shit. But it's too weird, and especially with the fish and and like what the fuck is going on? And and it's David Lynch shit. And for like the thing is, I I I put up with David Lynch when David Lynch <laughs> is doing it because. Yeah. He's he's David Lynch. Uh, I don't have patience for it when someone else is clearly t- trying to do what he does for no reason, like no, or no discernible or acceptable reason. It's the wouldn't it be cool reason. It's the let's make let's make this really weird. Shouldn't it have been like a room with clocks? Like wouldn't that have been more in character yeah. and like oh yeah, she did have a time limit, but like the fish. What was that about? What was what was the why was it an old computer? thing what was any of that about it was just kind of wouldn't it be cool mm-hmm. and, and and then also uh what i was going to say too with when bd wong's like you know i i've allocated 28 minutes for this conversation and i think that's very uh you know nice of me or whatever but then wastes a bunch of time not saying like for someone that really cares about time you would assume like let's get to the fucking point here <laughs> but instead it's like let's no, let's be real cryptic and talk in riddles. And, and I guess, like, she starts hinting, like, what if I told you that your parents died for, like, a greater good? And I'm like, oh, here we go. We're going to get some... Now we're going to get a fucking origin on the plant and what happened. Yeah. And and I, I hope we don't because just leave it at that. There was a big corporate... A big corporation had a plant and they were greedy and they didn't give a fuck about your parents. And that's kind of what happens. Uh, what it's going to be some you know we had to stop a portal from opening to <laughs> fucking <laughs> some dimension so we killed off everyone in the in the in the plant like i don't know it's just like if your character cares about time 28 minutes is a long time 
mm-hmm. and what are you just sitting there like waxing philosophical on some garbage? Yeah, it sounded like she was going to say something along the lines of, uh, you know, we did it because of political reasons, like for for the greater good. They do a lot of stuff for the greater good. It even seems like the whole hack in general was kind of so they could get their cryptocurrency going, which is what we said in the <laughs> first part of the season. So hooray yeah. for that. I was glad to see the e-coins coming up at least. Um mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the time thing. Let's talk about Angela, because uh, ostensibly, B.D. Wong has set up this meeting in order to uh, figure out why Angela is so important. Yes. But we, yeah. the viewers, don't really understand that either. Like, she's just, she's just kind of joined the corporation, and, and she has this no, I have no soul eyes that she can use. Like, I, my acting is I have no soul, and I just stare at things. And I yeah. mean, I, that's, a, that's a common criticism of some actors, like, oh, they're just staring at things. But I really do feel like, what is she doing sometimes? Or, or I, I don't blame the actor. I, I, don't, I just don't know what the storyline is. She's doing this and that, and then she goes to the FBI with with this like it does make sense she's trying to some of her storyline makes sense and then some this part where she's like oh you're even more important than you can imagine and blah 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 but we don't really figure out what she's talking about do we or what's going on not really and then the the end of the f- season hints that maybe she knows more even and maybe yeah, ex- some other con is going on with her so you're right. Like, what is these? What are these twists? Because this season, it really felt like they were struggling to keep her involved. Because yeah. they're like, oh, we had this character, we need to keep her around. And now it seems like they're going to do some sort of retcon uh, in season three to make it seem like maybe she's either pulling the strings or knew a lot more than what we were shown. I mean, that's. I was going to say no, no, but I mean, that's certainly they can just say, oh, she was doing something different the whole time, and yeah. Elliot was just imagining this and that. Um, but it does. Maybe she just found out more from uh, from that meeting. And yeah, potentially that's why she knew more. Potentially, end, maybe. But I mean, but, we'll talk about that when we talk about the next episode. Um, the other thing that uh, fucking was just laughable to me was the 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 sad detective lady talking to her Alexa. She didn't like this. That? No, I hated it. I hated it so much. Uh, <laughs> because it wasn't, I, I mean, this is a common thing with the show. It wasn't earned. Um, Cause detective lady. And again, like they, 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 fl- they, they, they throw you for a loop in the next, in the following episode, because we've been following her this season. And it was kind of the, the only basis I get from this character is, you know, those cool detectives you see in shows, mm-hmm. you know, let's, make her female which is fine but then let's just do exactly that character let's not like do anything different because i didn't really get a sense of why she was the way she was i mean i guess it was you know she throws herself into her job so she doesn't have her life and you know sometimes that gets to her and we see it in this culmination of her like alexa do you love me oh fuck off fuck you fuck off okay what did you think? I did honestly. That's one of those scenes that just happened, and then I moved on with my life. Uh, so it didn't affect me negatively, at yeah. least. Alexa, do you have any friends? Alexa, you ever get lonely? <laughs> um, it was just. It just felt so cornball to me. It felt uh-huh. so like on the nose of like she has no one to ask these questions to, so she asks her Alexa about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. It felt so fucking dime store 
parody, like om- almost parody. It, I don't know. I don't know why it bugged me. It just did. It, it just felt yeah. so, of course. It felt of course. It felt tacked on because I just didn't feel like they set it up enough because we mostly, yeah, I guess we've seen hints of this. We've seen her like masturbating to horror movies or what, what did she do earlier? <laughs> she well, did no, weird. she did that. You must be thinking of uh, someone else there. Uh, <laughs> no, she she uh, was trying to masturbate with someone online, sex, sexy chatting. Ah, that's uh, what it was. And also asking Alexa when the end of the world was. But yeah, I think that it would have needed a little bit more of that. <laughs> Look, that wasn't bad. Uh, I know it seems bad because of this other scene, but that was just her uh, talking to herself and there was a robot there. And again, going back to what we said at the beginning, if I felt like this show wasn't taking itself so seriously, I probably wouldn't have. I wouldn't have cared that much about this scene. But I feel like since this show has been so serious that there was no tongue-in-cheek about this scene. It was serious, like... You know, what about this lady? Because in the end, who cares? Who cares if she's uh, lonely? Her character has just been, I'm on the chase. And and even though it looks like she doesn't know what's going on, in the next episode, we come to realize they've know, they know everything. They know everything that's going on. Of course. Of course mm-hmm. they did. So, um, it, it, like, who yeah. gives a fuck if she's lonely? It doesn't add more to it to me because... We never focus on that character for the most part anyways, except to maybe kill a few minutes. Well, yeah, she has been in two shootouts. Uh, that's the only thing where it's like, uh, could be justifying or, you know, her unstable emotional state. But I agree with what you said. Let's talk about the ending of season two. Yes. Um, what did you, well... What happened? What was going uh, on? Well, I started realizing very quickly that it wasn't going to be a satisfying ending because I was like, oh, there's only like 30 minutes left. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not saying that I need everything to be answered, but I just, I just needed to feel like we went on a journey. And, mm-hmm. and sure, leave things open to build upon next year, but give me something. Uh, yeah, and just talking about what's satisfying, it's like the, it turns out the reveal of what Tyrell's been doing and what like the big thing of the episode is, it's are we going to blow up this building that has the same information that we already blew up last season? Like we changed yeah. the world last season, now we're just going to destroy some of the backups. And that didn't feel like it was raising the stakes at all. In fact, it felt like it's like pulling back a bit. Like, yeah, so what if they have some papers? Like, I, yeah. it seems like, yeah, okay, they might rebuild something, but you just made that up, show. You made that up in order to have this scene. So can and you plus- come up with something better? If they were trying to go to their e-coin or whatever, wouldn't that be... I mean, I guess maybe they want to get the e-coin and then they could bring back the debt. I don't know. Because it just felt like counterintuitive to their greater plan because they thought they just wanted the bailout and the e-coin. So why would they even want that other stuff? But yeah, I guess just to re reinforce the value, I don't know. Yeah, it did feel like... It felt very obvious uh, anyway. Like it, it just felt like, why wouldn't Elliot know that i know mr robot's like hiding things but it just felt like of course that's what they're trying to do um and, yeah, and then I, towards towards the end there they started doing something that was kind of interesting with uh i mean the end meaning the last few episodes where 
uh, he saw Mr. Robot acting as him. Like, after they made a deal, it went kind of back and forth, and we didn't really know who was in charge half the time and things about that. But then it just kind of went back to what it was before. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. Mr. Robot's been making his own evil plans all along, and I've been left out. Like, it it, it almost seemed like there was something else going on that could have yeah. been more interesting. But they, it was just, in the end, it was just, now nah, you made this plan with Tyrell, don't you remember? And uh, now we're doing the hack, don't you remember? And what's yeah. up with Tyrell? What is what is his character? In the end, he says he loves Elliot after he shot him. So what's yeah. that about? Because they do yeah. not know each other that well. I know they've had secret meetings where he's Mr. Robot, and I did like seeing Elliot act as Mr. Robot. Uh, I did like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Because that's something we've seen very little of, like him. Like, we know that he is Mr. Robot, but... The thing about it is it's kind of cool that he is the the boss of everything, but we just see everyone else acting like he is, and we see Elliot going, no, not me, I could never, leave me alone, and mm. things like that. So it was kind of cool to see him be that person in charge, but I don't know how, how, what could he have said there on the road outside the car that then they don't see each other for a long time, and then Elliot, I mean, um, Tyrell is crazy enough to talk about how they're gods, I mean, I guess I can buy that, but then he he's really emotional about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and pl- I'm like, I'm totally just waiting for them to be like, well, no, Elliot is the head of Dark Army, clearly. Like, Elliot yeah. started Dark Army. Yeah, he invented <laughs> you know, Phase years 2. Years ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I guess there's kind of an element of, uh, going back to Back to the Future, where in Back to the Future 2... And then they're asking, uh, Marty is asking Biff about the sports almanac. And then he's like, you know what? An old man told me that one day a kid and an old man might come around and ask him about that almanac and I need to take him out. But I never thought it'd be you. So I guess it's kind of, maybe that's what they're going for because I I was totally just, I was totally waiting for Tyrell to even say that where he's like, you told me, Elliot, that one day you might start asking questions. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, that is true. That is but, probably but, what it was. And then uh and plus like how many times is Tyrell gonna be like, We talked about this. What do you mean? <laughs> like yeah. my friend does that twice. I'm like, dude, something is going on with you. <laughs> but every single moment, uh Elliot's like, Whoa, what is this malware? He's like, it's the malware wait. you wrote. <laughs> yeah, don't you remember? Like, yeah, exactly. He does it like five times. I would be- dude, sit over there. Sit over there, I'm doing this. <laughs> Uh, like, wait, don't yeah. you remember the building? Remember the schematics, Elliot? Come on, yeah. and he you does, came up with this. He explains it every time. He's like explaining it to the audience as well. As we both know, uh, yeah. this is what we're doing. Like, uh, okay. I mean, they so, did a decent job of making you second guess if Tyrell was just another, um, yeah. Yeah, another true. identity of mm-hmm. of Elliot. But then clearly, once Elliot was stepping up to take control it's like oh that's not that's really tyrell dude mm-hmm. uh and we i mean we already talked about uh the the wife although maybe that was in the episode before i forget yeah. uh but yeah so basically it just kind of ends with elliot thinking that tyrell is just another mr robot and he tries to stand up and take control tyrell takes a gun out this is too important this is bigger than us and then he shoots him um and then we start to see mr robot like glitching out kind of because Elliot's presumably dying. Uh, but the, 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 the reason why it seems more of a retcon, retcon with Angela rather than just beat, she learned something with BD Wong 
is she talks to Tyrell and it's like a f- uh it's very familiar. It's yeah. not like a surprise of like Tyrell? What? How did you get this number? It's mm-hmm. like Tyrell, is Elliot there? Okay, I'm on my way. It was just this weird understanding. And I don't know, maybe they were trying to hint at something when Angela was telling him I forget what she was telling him when they meet on the subway. But I think she was telling him not to trust Mr. Robot or I don't know. Yeah. Who knows with this show? Like and and it's what was the other show? Was it Preacher where it's, yeah, Preacher like keeps you on edge because it's gonna throw something at you. And that is fun, but this show's past the fun point where it's yeah. kinda like Okay, does this even matter, or are they going to throw something else later on? Yeah, this on? is not an exciting relationship. This is an abusive relationship. There's a difference Yeah. Um, to the viewer, I mean. <laughs> anyway, yes, I'm sitting here yawning, and I'm sorry. I know we're trying to keep it entertaining, but just talking about how yeah. it ended makes me yawn. Uh, the There's an after-the-credits scene. Did you see it? Yes, uh, where the Mowgli and whoever yeah, are at yeah, Fries, they work cares? at Fries now. Yeah, who, and it's and and here's another like little retcon where they're like, we found the keys, we could maybe fix everything, <laughs> and then Joey Badass shows up. Hey, you have the time, and here we go. Yeah, strap in for Mr. Robot season three. <laughs> I don't know if I will. Honestly, I don't know if I will at this point. I can't. I'm not going to promise know. that we're doing it on the show because yeah, I don't have, know. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we finish up, there is some feedback to go through from Jonathan sent in that you can also send your feedback. Oh yeah, to I haven't shows. read this. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, to you said shows you know show at gmail.com. You haven't read this? I will yeah. read it to you. I haven't read it because I was worried about spoilers and I haven't yeah. watched any of the shows yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same here. I didn't read it until recently. But yeah, um, Jonathan writes, Season 2 has been kind of a roller coaster. Some good parts and some uh, bad parts. So my thoughts are a little random, like the season overall. I wanted to like the season as much as I liked the first season. Sometimes it was better than the first and sometimes it was worse. I'm really tired of Angela Moss and her storyline. Her storyline feels like filler most of the time. For example, the scene when Angela is at the bar and a friend of her father talks to her about her betrayal and she starts to brag about her <laughs> achievements in life. That oh, scene was right. cringeworthy. I forgot about that. Yeah, we all did. Uh, but he does write... Uh, um, But a highlight was when Angela was answering the little girl's (laughs) questions in that scene. That was like a scene from a David Lynch movie. So Angela's Angela's storyline wasn't all bad. And she ends up in an interesting place at the end. But he really likes David Lynch. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tyrell is a weird character and I don't know if the writers know what to do with him uh, but I find him interesting at least I also like his Danish wife look <laughs> some uh, contrary opinions this is why we need feedback that's good yeah that's good I just mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of her character I just still don't get what I'm supposed to think yeah. about it I guess yeah, yeah. or, or, where, or, or where, where it's coming from mm-hmm and Jonathan also writes, I hope the writers give them more to do next season because uh, she didn't really do much. Ex- the boyfriend stuff was boring. Like, mm-hmm. I, as you said, if you like the idea of the character, this is not enough for her to do. And Tyrell wasn't even in it. And he was this boogeyman character. Yeah, I would. I mean, yeah, because I, I like the idea enough that I do want to see the character on the show. I do agree yeah. with that. I, I hope the writers give them more to do. I, I, I agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. 
Jonathan continues, the thing I hated most was probably dis- disappearing characters or unanswered questions. Tyrell is missing most of the season, and they sure wanted to drag that out as long as they possibly could. Then Mobley and Trenton disappear, which we didn't even get an answer to this season. Uh, I don't think he watched the after the Made credits into thing, the post credits yeah mm-hmm. and we didn't see darlene for an episode or two after cisco got shot seems like the writers for this show loves this kind of writing not letting us know right away what happened which can be frustrating when it's done too often that's a good point that uh i also noticed that like yeah after for example the prison reveal it's like hey let's do a whole episode without elliot yeah uh, that's really frustrating uh yeah. it's it's not as bad because i knew i had all the episodes so i could just watch it but if you're watching a show week to week that can be pretty frustrating mm-hmm. one cliffhanger is bad enough and i was like no no we're gonna do different things now um, but the writers don't seem to know the answers themselves sometimes like with romero's death he was killed by a stray bullet from a neighbor? Oh, that seems right. pointless and anticlimactic. Would be like if we found out uh, in Twin Peaks that Laura Palmer accidentally fell in the lake while wearing her new plastic dress. Yeah. Uh, the And he also writes, The best part of this season was the sitcom world in episode 6, when Mr. Robot takes Elliot to his safe place. Uh, it might seem pointless for the overall <laughs> story, but I loved it. I wish the whole episode would have stayed inside oh, no. Elliot's safe place. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, so people really are different, you know? Uh, and we all view the world differently is what I take from from this comment. Yeah. Um, yeah, and finishing note from Jonathan, we got some interesting lyric from the theme song to the sitcom. Used to be you could trust in the story, vilify the villains and celebrate the heroes, which sums up Mr. Robot better than I could ever do. Hmm. Uh, and he finishes with a couple of questions. Would Mr. Robot work without Elliot? We had whole episodes without Elliot, and they work just fine. What do you think? I don't think so. Um, Because even though, to your point, I think you had a good point that it's sometimes it's more frustrating to see Elliot stuff because you don't know what's real and what isn't. Yeah. Um, But as far as, like, performance uh, and uh, I guess giving weight to the show, I think he's a big part of that. Yeah. Like I, I I don't know if I'd necessarily be interested in seeing like Angela, you know, on her path through tearing down Evil Corp from the inside or um I mean I guess Darlene is is an interesting character to a point. Yeah, to a point. It's like these yeah. these side characters don't uh we don't go deep enough with them and we when we do dig deeper, it's often not satisfying because mm-hmm. they d- those characters like say what you want about Elliot and Mr. Robot but he is a character with a lot of layers and sometimes there's frustrating things going on. But yeah, Darlene, like maybe I could take an episode of Darlene, which is what we've had, but a whole season. And the last question from Jonathan was also, would you stop watching the show if we didn't know what happened to Elliot until season three, episode 10? And that seems kind of likely, doesn't it? Doesn't it seem it like that? It does that's... seem likely. It mm-hmm. does seem something they would do. I mean, remember when I brought up the... Uh, the who was at the door yeah. thing you'd even forgotten that was a thing forgotten episode they, they one that. and they yeah exactly <laughs> they saved that till the the prison reveal mm-hmm. um and even just in general yeah they like to spread it out I, it's almost certain at the very least that season three episode one will be about joey badass his character <laughs> yeah. and his side adventures as a ninja off screen or whatever 
uh, or that he's a vampire. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, maybe we'll get a glimpse of Elliot in like episode two. Mm-hmm. That and, was, and honestly, yeah. like, who knows if we'll even watch season three? I I, yeah. I know that's really down. I I, I want to say. Right now, I'm going to say I'm still in. I th- or am I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not. I'm not in. I might watch the first episode of the next season and yeah. give it a shot, but uh, I'm not committing to a whole another 10, 12 hours of this. And it feels like so much longer. It feels yeah, like I, okay. an eternity. No, I agree with that. I, I'll definitely give like the first like one or two episodes a shot to see how we're, how, how we're faring here. Mm-hmm. And then... Because one show that did a similar thing, um, that show The Killing, um, I watched the whole first season and it did a thing where it didn't they didn't really solve it by the end and I just gave up. I never watched it again. I don't even care who, who killed the girl or whatever it was. I don't even remember the story. No, exactly. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not watching this again. Yeah. A year later, you're not going to remember, so why would you care? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, these things happen. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? I guess that's about as closing as it gets. Yeah. Saying we're not going to watch anymore. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's a pretty closing thought. Uh, I guess. So I'll just I wa- say. Well, I will say that I want to root for this show, and it's just really fresh in my mind right now. I hope by the time it comes back around, and maybe like I said, if I watch the first one or two, I'll be a little bit more optimistic because I I want to root for the show. Like I said at the beginning, I like. I like the ideas they got going on. I like the the look and the type of show they're making. I like the cast. So I would hope it goes somewhere. But yeah, I can't make any promises. Yes. And um, we are going to wrap it up. And next, we're going to get back to you with more Westworld. You need to keep an eye on showswhatyouknow.com for all the latest episodes and updates. Uh, I think think we also need to do... Because, yeah, we definitely want to do more Westworld. And we got to finish up Vice Principles. And I think I'd like to do an episode on some episodes of Atlanta soon as well. Yes. Yes. That's what's coming up. Uh, immediately and if you uh, this is a thing we don't uh, actually mention often but if you do have suggestions for shows uh, either your own favorites or some new shows that you think might be worth checking out you should also send an email with that to shows what you know show at gmail.com and uh, rate and review on itunes etc etc please 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 yes please please right so see you next time